0: Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I'm Lex Michael. And today we're joined by tomorrow's guest, EQ. Yo, yo, EQ. Yo. What are you into this week? Yo.
1: You know what I'm into? What? This fucking Avengers cartoon, man. That's Black Panther's Quest. Have you seen this shit? All right, so, you know. Tell me the, about it. The Avengers cartoon has been going on for a while on the Disney Network. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you tune in. Listen, I'm a big ass kid, okay? I watch every fucking superhero cartoon that comes out. I'm talking about, I've seen everything from Super Friends all the way down to the new Avengers of Batman, all the way down to Teen Titans. Everything. And this new season of Avengers is a whole season about Black Panther. Nice. So it's digging deep, bro. Like, Black Panther quits the Avengers, goes back to Wakanda to like ensure wakanda's greatness and then all this shit including killmonger and like this crazy organization trying to take down like the avengers it's nuts but the black panther cartoon first off just to see it's just almost as impactful as like the movie on some shit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like to see a cartoon a black superhero cartoon it's just it's awesome and it's not based in the hood. It's not based on anything like that. Yeah. Like, you're seeing, like, great shit. You know what I mean? It's it's awesome. That's what I'm into. That sounds cool. Yeah. Ooh. Tune in,
0: Disney. Pay me. Yeah. <laughs> you love me, Disney. Yeah, yeah, guys. Disney, can you sponsor EQ just yes. to? Yeah. Like, I would love to
1: just one day. Like, my one of my biggest dreams is to somehow be involved in a superhero. Anything. Cartoon, movie, TV show. Yeah. I don't care in what fashion either. Like I just need my name credited before I die on something superhero
2: made. You know,
0: I feel that man. Yeah. What do you?
2: All right. So I watched a documentary from 2014 called lost soul. The doomed journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau. Whoa. All right. So this documentary is bonkers. It's about the making of the 96 Island of Dr. Moreau. The one that had uh, Brando and yeah. Val Kilmer. Yeah. And, and it's a movie that depicts almost everything. Everything that could possibly go wrong with the production of a large movie, both the things you would expect, like cast shuffling around or location issues, budgetary concerns. But also one of the stories in the documentary that they told was that there was one evening where director Richard Stanley went up into a tree and would not come down. Oh, and he had to, you know, he had to be up at 5 30 to go back to work. The turnaround time wasn't that substantial, and he just would not come down from this tree. Oh, that's awesome. Things like that. So, at a certain point, <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
2: At a certain point, uh, New Line, uh, I believe, was the, the production company behind it. New Line fired him, replaced him with John Frankenheimer, who came in and finished the movie. But Brando, being Brando at that point, wasn't he didn't take it very seriously. He was pretty open about the fact that he didn't take it seriously. Fruza Balk is in the movie and she talks about how she would go to him and say, You know, uh do you wanna work on some character stuff because our characters have a relationship and do you wanna maybe work out some of the details of that, maybe our backstory? And Brando would say to her, No. <laughs> no. And and he would go, Listen, and he wouldn't it sound she made it sound like he was leveling with her, basically being like, Listen no one takes this that seriously. You don't need to take it that seriously. We're all getting paid. This is all nonsense anyway. Just have a good time. And she went, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) But Brando had some ideas uh, of his own that he, at that point, He he threw his brandoness around and was able to integrate a lot of his stuff into the final product, such as there's a scene in the movie where he's literally wearing this tall cone hat and you realize it's an ice bucket on his head that is being filled with ice as he's sitting there talking. That was something he insisted was going to be there. The world's smallest man at that time. I think he had a small bit in the movie and Brando decided no no this character is the movie he will be with me in every scene in which I appear so he's Marlon Brando's got his small literally played by the smallest man in the world his buddy with him in every scene and that's how we get uh really like uh, even if people haven't seen the movie they know the image of uh, Marlon Brando playing a white piano yeah. while on top of the white piano the smallest man in the world plays an identical but tiny white piano yeah, yeah. which <laughs> is an image that, that Mike Myers directly right, lifts for Austin Powers, right. yeah, powers yeah, yeah. The Spy Who Shagged Me so everybody knows that Choose image the two of us. but yes, that's where he's pulling it from is, is Island of Dr. Moreau and that was something that Brando just decided upon wow. so Richard Stanley was when they resumed production was given was a restraining order, like you're not allowed to come within X. Uh, distance of the set and he he held to that for a little while and then at a certain point he went to one of the guys who was working on the movie and said hey I want to see what's going on so you're going to show me how to walk a certain way so that I can blend in with the extras and I can walk around and see what's happening on the set so apparently in the movie there are shots where the director, Shut the, the first up. director of the movie, who was given a restraining order <laughs> to stay away from the yo. set, is in the wearing a dog mask in the background of some of these shots. Oh, yo! This documentary is wild. I'm I
1: am re- gonna watch that.
2: I recommend it. Uh, a Lost you. Lost Soul: The Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Doctor Moreau. Oh, uh, I'm watching it. Yeah, it's. Nice. I need to see this. Yeah, seriously. Um, like because I felt like I had gotten a pretty good idea from
0: there was an episode of I Was There Too where someone was talking about it, and you get some of the details, but
2: Yo, that's that sounds (laughs) but
1: no, I love industry like stories, documentaries, and and
2: not for nothing. You don't you don't hear stories about how David Fincher went up into a tree and wouldn't come down. (laughs) because he keeps it under wraps.
1: Stress of of Hollywood.
2: (laughs)
0: Oh jeez!
1: Sometimes I want to go into a tree and never come down.
0: I mean, no one's stopping you, bro. Don't wait for permission. All right, guys, I'm out. I'm go find the closest fucking tree and just post up. Oh
1: jeez! Malik, Malik, you're gonna have to come get me down, okay? He just walks. He's
0: not coming to get me. He's like, no. He's not coming again. Don't worry about it. He got you. He's like, I'll watch. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh, I'm a I. So I recently got into this. So there's a podcast musical guys you know i love musicals and podcasts um and there's a podcast musical based off of the scientific study that says asking someone these 36 questions will make you feel uh basically intimately tied to this person it'll bring you closer and so the musical itself is about this couple who are estranged and they're using these 36 questions in order to try to get back together. And it's a a tale told in three acts. So there's three episodes each about 50 minutes to 40 something minutes. Um, And it's really good. It's it's really emotional. um, The way that they found a way to make it seem organic is that the uh the wife is recording on her phone and making quotation marks and so it it sounds like you're in the environments that they're in um and it even sounds kind of organic when they just jump into song which is really interesting um the vocals are beautiful the instrumentation is amazing uh and you can enjoy it from your car like this podcast
1: I might have to tune in because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I haven't been impressed with musicals in a while.
0: Ooh. Well, what's your favorite? And I will give you a recommendation. Well, I
1: mean, I don't really have a favorite. Like, it's very, it, it's it's like movies. You know, people are like, what's your favorite movie? And I'm just like, fuck, man. You got to, like, break it down per <laughs> per, per genre right. or per, like, decade or something like that for me to, you know, say. But I feel like as a musician, right, um, a lot of musicals nowadays seem to be uh, melodically deprived from something directly like i hear the melodies a lot mm-hmm. or, or i have heard them before yeah. or like there's not there's not a lot of new aspects to it like I, I, hamilton was pretty, it was dope yeah. it, was, it was dope that was that was a new intake on yeah. it you know what i mean but like you know i don't know it just seems like people are just you know when you know when you're just like telling stories and you're singing and it's like not necessarily good music but you're just like telling yeah. a story with it okay like, you so know
0: it me? feels like a lot of them have become derivative like it's it's kind of an or bores and that like yeah newer musicals are feeding off of older musicals and so you're never really getting something new right
1: like i i want someone to be like and i guess it's with everything creative you know someone to just be like fuck it i'm going against this yeah you know this pattern or this constraint mm-hmm. of society and i'm gonna go Phew to the right real quick you know i'm waiting for that with a musical yeah but do you
0: still, i'm gonna listen to that
2: tari do you have a favorite musical
0: oh yeah what's your favorite do you musical, know like man? could you rattle one off like one or two um so two of my favorites are um hunchback well i have three and they all have h's in them um hunchback of notre dame the mm. musical is one of my favorites Which hamilton are? of course right. about um, the
1: opera is actually one of my favorites nice uh, yeah, that's that's it's a good choice i've seen it in new york on mm-hmm. broadway it's
0: fucking amazing yeah
2: like, and then uh, is it is the other one hadestown no no oh, it's not. well
0: hadestown is is up there okay hey, but Miserables? like dr jekyll and mr hyde Jekyll, and is also. Not, yeah. yeah i like that one too yeah. Yeah, yeah see
1: like that's what i'm saying these are like the classics that you can like everything is like you know derived from that i felt like you feel what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. like these ones set the tones for like drama and impactfulness and you know yeah now it's just a whole lot of repeating and shit, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then like people they, they, they take uh musical groups and then they do musicals on the musical groups and I'm just like shit, man, like let's just be original,
0: man. Yeah. Well, if you're looking for new stuff, like as he was saying, like Hades Town is really okay. good, very original sound, and I like Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know I don't feel like it's super derivative. Yeah. Um, so I would say like check those two out. Okay, cool. Um, those would be my my recommendations yeah also.
2: outside of hamilton i really i barely any idea what's happening in musical theater when i was in high school i was like i did a bunch of musical theater so i was more yeah, on the pulse of it it
1: was still the thing to do <laughs> like yeah. it was still like people were like yeah i want to be a a musical actor on broadway right and people were just like Fuck yeah man you could do that you know nowadays you're just like
0: no wanna... what <laughs> 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 Uh, but speaking of creativity, tomorrow uh, EQ is going to be joining us on the main show to talk about creativity and its connection with happiness. We're also going to be talking a little bit about uh, People's Collective a little bit more. Uh, so it's going to be a really good conversation. There's going to be we're going to dive real deep. Uh, so make sure you yeah. check that out. EQ, uh, where can people find you between now and then?
1: Um, you can find me on at only the number one EQ. So not actual number. You know, one's words yeah. and shit, but the actual numerical sign, number one, <laughs> at only one EQ. And then the dot peoples dot collective. Yes, Malik would smack me on the back of my head if I didn't say that one right. So, yes, follow us, peoples collective EQ.
0: Nice. Missing out. Yeah, and those are on Instagram. What about you, Lex? Where can they find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at the thelexmichael awesome I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tari J T-A-R-I-J-A-Y and you can find this podcast at Missing Outcast that's M-I-S-S-I-N-G O-U-T-C-S-T on Twitter and Instagram Um, you can also find us on any podcast platform if you have a chance make sure that you subscribe so you can get this in your feed Uh, Missing Out Mondays every Monday and then regular show every Tuesday Uh, and if you have a chance and if you love what we're doing make sure that you go on and you leave us a review and a just so other people can find this and they can not miss out, guys. Do it now! Yeah, you get it. You guys get it. (laughs) You understand. Do do what the man says. Do it now! Um, But until then, we will see you tomorrow. Um, this has been the retrospective. That's introspective.
2: And now you have a new perspective. Hell yeah. Woo. Thank you. We did Thank it. You. We're amazing.
0: Bye. Another Monday in the can. Ow. Hell yeah. Who's got a case of the Mondays? Not these guys. <laughs> Not these guys. Not um, these guys. Bruce. All right. See you tomorrow.